Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Bahar. Parshas Bahar is one of the shorter parshios of the Torah. It contains but 57 psukim. However, within the 57 psukim, it is jam-packed. It has, according to the Chinuch, 17 positive as well as 17 restrictions, a total of 34 mitzvos in these 57 psukim. And as we are all very familiar, the parsha begins with the mitzvos of Shemitah and Yovel, the sabbatical year, the uh, year, that the, every seventh year the Jew is farmer in the land of Israel, is not to work the land leading up to seven sevens to the 50th year, which is the Yovel year, the Jubilee year. We look forward to that 50th year, the Jubilee year. The Torah says there is to be the blowing of the shofar on that Yom Kippur. Today, we blow the shofar after Yom Kippur, and one of the reasons that we so do is to remind us that, please God, soon, soon, when we have the uh, third base of Migdash, and even possibly before, if we have, and when we have, we're getting close to a majority of the Jewish people on the land of Israel, all these things will be, Baruch Hashem, these very significant halachic questions as to what is required, whether we require the tribes to know which is their part of the land, all this remains to be decided for us, but the bottom line is we are getting closer and closer to having more than 50% of the Jewish people on the land of Israel. So right now, most authorities concur that the laws of Shemitah is only rabbinic because we don't have Rov Yoshvela. Interestingly, the verse which is found on the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia, which comes from this week's parsha, chapter 25, and it's Pasuk 10. You shall proclaim liberty throughout the land, L'chol Yoshveha, for all its inhabitants. The Gemara teaches us, based upon those two words, that I need a majority of the Jewish people on the land. The opening mitzvos of Shemitah and Yovel clearly are there to teach us the basics of our belief. If anybody were to ask you, how do you know that the Torah was not written by man? Moshe was a brilliant man, maybe Moshe. And the answer is impossible. No man, no government could ever say to the people, take the year off, I'll provide, I'll make sure. As HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, after you've worked the land for six years, which is something that is most unusual in its own right, and you'd imagine that the sixth year would barely eke out something here, because you're not planting and working in the seventh year, the sixth year has to produce enough for that year, for the seventh year, until part of the eighth. Amazing that this is Hashem's way of showing, demonstrating, proving, as we find in the parasha, that the land 
is God's. And the Shemitah as well, according to the Chinuch, teaches man the beautiful trait of generosity because every seventh year that no trespassing sign comes down, anybody, everybody can come into your field and take the fruit produce from your field. Okay, interestingly, before I get started with the idea that excites me from the parsha, is that woven into the laws of Shemitah and Yovel, which clearly are man to God, you have the uh, laws of commerce, how a Jew is to deal honestly in business. Onoas dvarim, onoas mamon. You're not to overcharge. You're not to take advantage of somebody. You're not to uh, remind a person of their humble beginnings. Somebody who's about shuva, somebody who is a convert. You're not to remind them and embarrass them publicly. It's that these laws are interwoven together with Shemitah, reminding us that when we say that the land is God's, not only does it mean that you can't sell it in perpetuity because you're not the real owner of the land, but rather all of our life is governed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and as a result all of our life becomes uplifted as we observe Torah in every area of life. I'd like to share with you this morning a fascinating Abar Benel who learns that the institution of Yovel is really the Torah's providing us with retirement advice. Namely, he says, as we know from the verse in Tehillim, Yemeshno Seinu Bahem Shivim Shana, the lifespan of man is 70 years. Halavite today, we are living longer. Now, he says as follows In yesteryear, when you were 10 already, you were being trained to work with and as an apprentice. And so you worked for 50 years. And then what? The Torah says, V'kidashtem eis shnas hachamishim shana. Literally, you shall sanctify the 50th year. That after putting, putting in your time and effort for 50 years of working, you are then to focus on V'kidashtem, on sanctifying the rest of your life. Not that your life has not been sanctified until now, but it is to be a Shabbos. What does that mean? It is to be that just as Shabbos, the primary purpose of Shabbos is to spend in spiritual matters the study of Torah, so too, after 50 years, a person is to, what he calls, prepare your tzedah ladera. Prepare your necessary quote, food and other preparations necessary 
for your derech, for your trip that awaits each and every person. Now, interestingly, the Klayokar has a very sharp uh, diuk, a very sharp point that he has on verse 23 in chapter 25. When he speaks about the land not being sold in perpetuity, Kilio Oretz, the Apostolic then concludes, Kikerim, strangers, Vitoshovim, literally, and settlers, okay, all right, so uh, residents, which one is it? Are we strangers? Are we sojourners? Or are we residents? Atem Imodi. You are with me, says the Klayakar. You are Geirim in this world. In this world, we are to realize and feel that we are temporary. You are Toshavim. You are permanent, Atemi Modi, for the next world. The purpose of Yovel is to speak to each and every individual and say, 50 years after that, Join a kolel. What does that mean? It means prepare yourself for more spirituality as to what's going to come and going to be the focus of your life, not only in the afterworld, but in this world. And so, not only are we, and the best way to prepare for the kolel when you retire is clearly to join the kolel now. Meaning get a chavrusa, go to a shir now. If you can't, obviously take off a morning or an afternoon to study Torah. Put some Torah study in your life each and every day so that when you will be studying in the future, it will come a lot easier for you. But whether you have or whether you have not taken that path until now, listen to what the Shulchan Aruch says. Following the laws of prayer and the laws of the Beis HaKnesses, the Shulchan Aruch says in Simon 155, Lelech mi Beis HaKnesses le Beis HaMedrash. What should be a person's routine in the morning? They go to shul, and after that, they go to the base medrash to do some learning. And the Ramah writes that even if a person is not yet learned, he should still go to the base medrash. Just being there is going to help him focus and let him learn a little bit. And be kones bo, and as a result of that daily visit to and before you go to work, it's going to be an injection for him of yiras shemayim, literally fear of heaven, putting things in the right perspective. And the Shulchan Aruch writes that a person should be koveya es lomod. He should have a set time. Every day, I devote my morning to the study of Torah. Now listen to the bear halacha in chapter 155. He says so powerfully 
that true a person can study Torah by themselves but it does not compare to the mitzvah of studying Torah what he calls Bechabura with a group that that's certainly on a much higher level as the rabbis have taught based upon the verse Berov Am Hadras Melech the more that are involved in the performance of a mitzvah the more glory and honor it is for the king and he says that it is clearly understood that when one studies with a group it's going to assist them not only challenge them with other people's opinions but it's going to give them that additional stamina to be able to do this and this is going to be a bit of a challenge but guess what you can do it and this is what the mindset of the Jews should be this is what they are looking forward to let's understand that this is eternal and just as the Jewish people are eternal we know honoring Rip Shimon Bar Yochai whose yard site was yesterday Lagba Omer we taught in the Zohar Kuchabricho God Oraisa his Torah and the Jewish people Ochad God is eternal one of the 13 principles of our faith is that our Torah is eternal laws of the Torah don't change and the Jewish people are eternal our connection to the Torah is what gives meaning to our lives now a person has to work no problem but if on his mind he knows that an hour at night he has a chavrusa an hour at night he goes to a shir an hour at night he's involved in Talmud Torah his working during the day is uplifted now listen carefully everybody my Rebbe Ravaran Kreiser who was so excited when he told this to me and that is think about it we had it first in the academic world a full professor is given a year sabbatical every number of years for the purpose of furthering his academic studies just think the Torah in this week's Parsha is granting every Jewish farmer a sabbatical for the purpose of studying Torah every Jewish farmer what does that show Torah is not for any elite group Torah is for everyone what a beautiful message the Abarbanel is teaching us and that is that we should start preparing for our retirement now realize Adam the Omel Yulad correct man was put into this world to work we work now and we incorporate some study of Torah in our day now but we're looking forward for that day when we're going to retire and you know what I'm going to do in the morning that's right I'm going to join a Kolel. wow what a beautiful way
to end your retirement. Yes, even golf once in a while is good for chivot atzamos. But truly, the Torah's teaching, that beautiful expression, Torah is the best desach. Shabbat Shalom to all.